0: So this episode is going to be strictly made for the person who has an anxiously attached attachment style. Now, I know I talk about this a lot in my content and on my podcast, but ultimately it's because once we understand our attachment style, everything in our lives just makes sense. Like it doesn't just come down to the way that we attach to people, but it comes down to our emotions to our thoughts, to our outcomes, you know, our paradigms, everything we believe to be true is revolved around our attachment style. So, you know, from my content that I have, you know, always really been into this, obviously really been into human behavior. And I recently purchased a course that can take my anxiously attached attachment style to a secure one. And it has been absolutely amazing. And I'm going to give you guys a little bit of an insight on what this course has taught me so that you can ultimately start changing your attachment styles around as well. Now, I've also learned a lot about the avoidant attachment style. um, And that has also been extremely helpful as well, because it also just helps me understand this type of person to a T. And it helps me understand that we were shown when we were children different ways of being loved and to love and so we have different core wounds we have different triggers we have different ideas on what love should look like we have different ideas on communication and all of these things and so really getting into attachment styles is a game changer and I think that if we were taught about attachment styles when we were younger um this world would be such a different place and it's crazy because the statistics say that 50 to 60% of the population is securely attached. But honestly, from my experience, I know like a handful of people who have been securely attached and the rest have been anxious or avoidant. And the problem with these two attachment styles is that they are trauma-based attachment styles. There's a lot of wounds, there's a lot of triggers, and there's a lot of things that are very hard um, for, for this person in order to you know love properly and show up for themselves properly and believe in their abilities and honestly it just goes like to show that everything about these two individuals lives are absolutely dictated by their trauma-based attachment styles and if you look at a securely attached person you know they flow through life so much easier they have a full-on belief in their abilities and their capabilities they love easily, they trust easily, they communicate properly. You know, they get through their life like in such a flow state. And ultimately, the attachment and the avoidant want to work towards becoming more secure. So, this one is strictly for the anxious attachment, and I'm going to tell you a little bit about what I've been doing to help me get closer to that secure attachment style. So, First of all, when it comes to being a, an anxiously attached individual, when we were younger, our needs were never able to get met correctly. So we were showing some kind of inconsistency. Um, and, and this person, this caretaker, whoever this person was, wasn't able to meet our needs all of the time. So in return, we were taught that we also cannot meet our own needs. So as we get older... We rely on outside circumstances to meet all of our needs, right? And this is especially true in our romantic relationships. But it happens also, you know, in relationships with family members and friends and teachers and, you know, aunts and uncles. It happens in lots of our relationships. And so you will also notice that if you are the anxiously attached individual, that you wake up and you're thinking about other people, right? You're thinking about your coworkers, you're thinking about your significant other, you're thinking about your family members, but the one person you're not thinking about is you. Whereas the avoidantly attached person, right, they are more so um into themselves because they can meet all their own needs and they actually believe that other people cannot meet their own needs. Um but that's just a little bit off top, off topic complete as opposite ends of the spectrum and for the anxiously attached person we believe that we can't meet our own needs and that everybody else has to meet our needs for us so we oftentimes you know we neglect ourselves and we abandon ourselves and so what we need to be doing in order to become more secure is connecting to ourselves more frequently in a better way and showing up for ourselves and really trying to meet our own needs. So when you wake up in the morning and you are just thinking about everybody else, you're thinking about maybe your significant other or your co-workers or your family members, you have to just stop that for a second, okay? And you you have to go inside and you have to ask things like, you know what, how was my sleep? What do I need to do today in order to feel accomplished? What are the things that make me feel really good? Okay, you have to start asking yourself these questions. You have to start connecting yourself more and dialing into yourself more. So this is a, a really great way um, to start meeting your needs And not being so reliant on other people to do it for you. Now, we do also have to remember, (coughs) excuse me, that our entire lives, we have pretty much been abandoning ourselves, right? We haven't been meeting our own needs. We haven't been showing up for ourselves or connecting to ourselves. So it's going to take some time to be able to do this, right? So think of this, if you were in a relationship and you know, you you abandoned this person and you didn't show up for this person's needs and you acted like this person didn't care, you didn't ask how this person was doing, and now you two are trying to rekindle your relationship, well, that would take some work, right? That would take a lot of trust building and a lot of consistency and a lot of effort. And that's exactly what you have to do with yourself. You've been abandoning yourself for so long um, that you now have to start slowly rebuilding that relationship with yourself. And it really all starts by taking your focus, catching yourself when you're focusing on other people and tuning back in and focusing on yourself and asking yourself what you need in that moment or what you can do to be better or just different things like that. And so for the anxiously attached person, our brains are absolutely needs-needing machines, okay? And the problem with this is that we want to get our needs met as quickly as possible. So when we need to get our needs met, we get really, really anxious, right? And it puts us into a state of hypervigilance. And when we get put into this state... We will act out in ways or do whatever we need to do without thinking rationally or logically to get those needs met in the moment, right? We just want to get these needs met as quickly as we can and our anxiety stops us from thinking rationally or logically. So this is also very, very important to remember. Because when we know this, um, we can start understanding that when we get into that anxious or that hypervigilant state, that we know where it's coming from and we know we might not be acting in the right ways or thinking in the right ways or saying the right things. So we know that we ultimately just need to take a step back, wait for that anxiety to settle down so that we can start thinking logically and rationally again. So one of the biggest things that has also helped me through this journey is really understanding what my needs are in that moment. Because as an anxiously attached person, we're not really in tune with this. We don't know what our needs are, right? We don't know what we need to give ourselves or say to ourselves or do for ourselves. So whenever we have some kind of, you know, negative emotion, um, that means that it is an unmet need inside of us. So what we have to do is when we are feeling anxiety where we are feeling fearful or down or scared or anything negative, really, we have to tune in and we have to ask ourselves, what is this need that is not being met right now? And why am I feeling like this? And a lot of times when I get put into this anxious state and I really tune in and I ask myself, what need is it that is not being met? It comes down to safety. I just don't feel safe or I don't feel enough connection. Or there's just not enough clarity or peace in my life. There's some need that is missing. So then I have to ask myself, well, what can I do for myself to get this need met? A lot of times it comes down to just meditating. Because when I meditate, I am focused solely on me and nobody else, right? Right? A lot of times it will come down to getting on my yoga mat because also when I'm doing yoga, I'm focusing strictly on me and nobody else. Or maybe, you know, for a little bit more peace or clarity in my life, I need to praise myself and I need to tell myself the things that I am hoping somebody else will say to me. Right? So it all comes down to meeting our own needs because our entire life, we haven't been doing that. We have been reliant on other people to meet our needs. And of course, when we are in relationships with people, they should be meeting our needs, but it should be a 50-50. It shouldn't be, you know, one person meeting all of our needs and us just meeting none of our needs because that's how codependency starts. And I can also relate to this. Like this is, you know, this is all new information for me. This is all things that I just started to work on. But holy smokes has it Ever made a difference to just understand, you know, how I can meet my own needs, how I can show up better for myself. And it really makes me just so much happier in my day to day life knowing that I can be that person for me, that actually somebody else doesn't have to be that person. I don't have to rely on anybody because I know that I can fully rely on myself. So this is really, really, really helpful for me. So I'm going to guide you um, to the personal development school, the one that got me into attachment styles and, you know, really gave me a lot of different exercises I can start doing to help me become more secure. Now, whether you are avoidant if you're listening to this or you're anxious or you know an anxious or you know an avoidant, guide them to this school's direction because it's not a very high membership at all. I think it's like $60 a month or something like that. And there's like over 40 different courses. And this teacher literally just reprograms your entire subconscious belief around this for you. And people will tell you you can't change your attachment style. But you really can. And it all comes down to getting into that subconscious and changing it around. And this school has done absolute wonders for me. So I will put all of the details in the description of this podcast episode so you guys can go and check it out okay um and also for the anxiously attached person one thing that really 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 helped me was <coughs> writing down certain triggering events that put me in the hypervigilant state so these you know took um place in many different forms Many different things started showing up, you know, sometimes it would be as little as like my dog barking properly or somebody said the wrong thing to me or somebody didn't agree with me or somebody looked at me the wrong way and it would put me into a state of anxiety. And then what I did after I had all of my triggering events written down was I wrote down my thoughts that came after it. So all of my thoughts are the same, no matter what event it was, my thoughts were always the same. So things like... You know, I'm just not feeling enough. I feel like I'm not understood. I feel like everybody hates me. I feel rejected. I feel abandoned. And then after I figured out what my thoughts were for all of these triggering events, I would write down what my core belief is. And my core belief is that I am not enough. And my core belief was the same for every single triggering event, okay? And you will notice this as well. And then what you want to do after you find that belief is figure out what the outcome is. What is that emotion? What is the response that happens? And for me, it was always lashing out in anger. It didn't matter what event it was or what belief it was or what thoughts were going through my head. I was always lashing out in anger. And this gave me a lot of introspection as well because now that I know this, I can see that it's just trauma speaking. It's wound speaking. And that I ultimately, I can change this. And this personal development school will help you do that. And I can also help you do that with RTT. I can really help you get into that underlying belief to figure out um, what belief it is you fall under, right? I talk about this a lot. There's one of three beliefs. So one is either I'm not enough. <clears throat> the second one is I'm different, I can't connect. And then the third one is it's not available to me. And every single one of us has one or more of these beliefs programmed into us. And RTT can really help you um, figure out what this is. And not just that, but I can also help change your subconscious beliefs around um you know about having anxiety into a more secure attached style and It can be extremely powerful if you have the RTT and you have the personal development school. But just know if you have an anxious attachment style, it does affect every single aspect of your life, especially your romantic relationships and especially your relationship with yourself. And the first thing you want to start doing is asking more questions about yourself, figuring out what it is that you need or what you want, and also really trying to meet your needs Only your needs, not running to other people to meet them. And of course, like I was saying, right? It's a 50 50 in relationships, but for at least 21 days, in order to reprogram that subconscious around, you only want to be meeting your needs. So for 21 days, every single time you feel a negative emotion or a bad thought it means that it is an unmet need and you need to go inside you need to figure out what that need is and you need to figure out a way to meet it okay 21 days and you will actually start to create a new paradigm around a more secure attachment style so you do this and then you go and do the personal development school and you come to me and we can do rtt with each other and you're literally on the correct path to a secure attachment style so You guys let me know what you want to see more content of. I know you guys really like the attachment styles. um, And you like a lot of like the behavior oriented content that I leave. So you guys just keep letting me know. Because I want to keep creating content that helps you guys. That can help you guys thrive. And really just move forward in your life. Um, It's been honestly such a pleasure doing this podcast. I've learned so much about myself and you guys. And it's just been an amazing time. And like I always say, thank you so much for showing up to these episodes, putting in the time, putting in the work to really listen to them and implement, you know, the things that I teach you guys. It means so much to me.